Hello everyone and welcome to the Video Games and Good Conversation podcast. I'm your host Zorvax and today we're going to be talking about the PlayStation 5 or well mostly the PlayStation 5 announcement that we had the other day. Um, I'm not going to go into a ton of detail about specifications and you know all the different things that they talked about because let's face it that information is everywhere right now so this is just mainly going to be my thoughts and opinions on some of the things that were announced and some of the things we can look forward to as well as things that were left out that I was kind of hoping to hear about. Um, So first and foremost as far as the console itself the design I honestly don't think it's that bad I'm not a huge fan of the color scheme I've never been a really big fan of of white electronics. Um, I don't buy any of the the special edition white consoles, and I think the only white console that I have is my Xbox 360. Um, So I'm not a huge fan of that, but I don't think the design is too bad. It might be a little out of place compared to what we're used to, but it seems like they're trying to make it look more futuristic and more, you know, going into the 2020s I think is how they put it so I don't think it's gonna be that bad I'm gonna wait until I see it in person to really cast my final judgment but I think it's okay Um, technical specs it seems good (laughs) the Xbox and the PS5 both seem to be very much on par with each other very close to it Um, and they are doing the two different models the one that has the disk drive and one that's gonna be all digital Most of you who know me uh, know that I don't really care for the all-digital. Like, I do like the convenience of digital games and movies and things, but um, I don't want an all-digital console. I like to have my physical copies of games. I like to have my physical collection, and I like to be able... I like to know that regardless of what happens in the future, I have that physical media that I can play these games, you know, in case something ever happens with the network or servers or anything like that. So I will most definitely be getting a uh, disk-based system when they come out. That being said, I don't plan on getting one when they first come out. I'm usually the kind of person who buys both consoles every time they come out. So I had a PlayStation and an Xbox One, a PlayStation 3, and an Xbox 360. I had a PS2, an Xbox, a GameCube, and and so on. I also have a Switch, of course. Um, Of course, anymore, I don't really compare the the Switch to the current consoles. I kind of feel like it's in its own own category because it's a mobile and home console, and it's just very different from the, the PlayStation and Xbox systems. But... This time around, I'm honestly not planning on getting any consoles at release. I'm going to wait a while. For one, because I have more than enough things to play. As you guys already know, I've been getting really into retro gaming and collecting. And I have a huge backlog of games that I need to get through. And I have even more games that are still coming in and everything. So I have more than enough to keep me occupied for a long time. Secondly, after this current generation came out and I bought both the PS4 and the Xbox One I honestly really regretted it like I've never regretted buying the PS4 but I did really regret getting the Xbox One Um, only for the reason that they really didn't have 
many exclusives this time around, which is the reason why I always bought both consoles. Because uh, you always want to be able to play every game, and of course, if it's only on that system, then you've got to have that system. But this time around, I felt that I really, really could have went without an Xbox One and probably wouldn't have missed out on too much by, by doing it. One thing, though, that I do love about my Xbox One is that Microsoft has put a lot of work into backwards compatibility, so I can play a lot of my 360 games and even my original Xbox games right on my Xbox One. And as you know, the PS4 is not backwards compatible at all with anything. And from the looks of it, the PS5 at most will play PS4 games, and there's been no announcements of anything else. So it's not looking very good on the backwards compatibility front there. Which is honestly really disappointing. Like, I can understand that they might have issues with doing backwards compatibility for PS3 games. From what I understand, it's a notoriously difficult system to to do any kind of like backwards compatibility or emulation or anything like that. So I, I can understand that, but I think that at the very least they should be trying to incorporate backwards compatibility for PS2 and PS1 games. I feel like that would be a really smart move because a lot of people still have PS2 games and PS1 games, especially PS2 games, with the PS2 being such a high-selling console there's so many people out there who still have at least a small stack of PS2 games in their collection. And I think that they would love to be able to play these games on their newest console. And myself, I have a PS2 to play. We still have our family PS2 that my parents have, but my wife had a PS2 that's the one that I'm using. But I'm concerned for the future because it is a 20-year-old game console. So... I worry about how much longer the PS2 is going to live for and then what happens you know, when it does finally die on me and then I have this whole big collection of games that I now can't play because my PS3 that was backwards compatible died and after the original run the PS3s did not work with uh, PS2 or 1 games anymore so the PS3 that I have now doesn't play anything but PS3 games. Of course, my PS4 only plays PS4 games. <laughs> so if my PS2 dies on me, I have no way to play PS2 games or PS1 games, which will be a really, really major bummer. And I'll have no choice but to try to find uh, a working PS2 out on the market, which probably wouldn't be super difficult to do. But at the same time, like I would much rather just be able to play them on my PS5. Like If Microsoft can do it, why can't Sony do it? Again, I understand PS3 might not be possible, but I don't see any reason if we have PS2 emulators like PCSX2 that work nearly flawlessly, why can't Sony do something similar and have it on the PS5? You know, do it even the way that Microsoft does it, where you put the disc in and it basically just validates it and you download it from the, the store and then, you know, as long as you put the disc in, you can play it. It it's, might, might be an emulated version or whatever. I don't know exactly how Microsoft does it. But even still, like, it would just be nice to have the option to do it. But moving past that onto the game announcements, um, I'm really excited about a few of these. And a few of these just left me really confused more than anything. Um, of course, first and foremost, 
Horizon Zero Dawn, or the new one is called Horizon Forbidden West. Super excited about that one. I loved Horizon Zero Dawn. I thought the story was fantastic. Um, I love the characters and the game world. Uh, the controls are really solid. Of course, the graphics were great. You know, all around, really, really great experience. I played through the whole game uh, on my Twitch stream, and I enjoyed every minute of it. So I'm really excited about that one. The new Spider-Man, very excited to see that one. That one was a real confusing announcement because when they first announced it, everybody thought that it was a brand new standalone game, and then they kind of walked it back and said, well, no, it's... It's not really, it's it's Marvel Spider-Man, but it's on the PS5, and it's, you know, his story. And they said, well, wait, no, it really is a standalone experience. And, like, it's just been a lot of back and forth. And I think they finally had some kind of clarification where they said it's kind of like what some other games have done. I think Uncharted and Infamous, where it's, it's, not, it's not necessarily a whole new game, but it is a new story. That is a really exciting announcement. I really enjoyed Marvel Spider-Man. I thought the... The story was great, the controls were fantastic, which is a big thing with Spider-Man games because it, there's so much about the fluidity of the movement and the, the web swinging and the wall crawling and like everything has to feel really just good and fluid and if it, does, if it feels clunky at all for Spider-Man, it doesn't work. Um, so I'm really, really happy with the way that they did this one and I think the, the new one's gonna be really great too. They also announced Gran Turismo 7 which I don't really play a lot of racing games. Um, the last racing game I probably played a lot of was Midnight Club 2. <laughs> so you can imagine how long it's been since I've really played a racing game. Um, but I did I did used to play Gran Turismo on the PS2 with my dad a lot, and we really enjoyed it. We worked together to you know, unlock all the licenses and stuff you had to do and um, to earn the, the upgrades and all that stuff. And wow, the graphics on the new Gran Turismo look so real and true to life it it really blew me away and it might not be something i'm super interested in but it's one of those things like man i might have to pick it up one day when it goes on sale or something just to to play it because it really does look amazing and gran turismo always does a really great job again i haven't played one since ps2 but <laughs> they did a really great job at trying to make things more realistic and more simulation like um, in regards to the the cars and you know the way you upgrade them and everything else so might have to check that one out in the future another one I'm super excited about is Ratchet and Clank a rift apart uh, love the Ratchet and Clank games and and more so I'm just I'm glad that games from the ps1 ps2 era are starting to get games again um, like, I know they've been doing a lot of remakes and remasters and things, but it's really nice to see true new games and sequels to the older games that came out a long time ago. Because it feels like some of these franchises were just forgotten. <coughs> Silent Hill. <coughs> um, so it's really, really good to see that coming back. And man, this game looks so much fun. The The whole idea of the, the riffs with the multiple realities and moving through them while you're in combat and all it looks really really interesting and like it's going to be a lot of fun and they also at the very last second introduced a female character that apparently will be playable so that's really cool too so yeah i'm looking forward to checking that one out when it comes out of course another huge one is a remake of demon souls 
Now I've only played, Demon's Souls is actually only one of two FromSoft games in like the Souls, Bloodborne, whatever collection of games that I, I haven't played all the way through. I started Demon's Souls and I beat either two or three bosses in it. And I think I just had too much other stuff to play going on at the time to finish it. But of course, the Souls games are a huge favorite of mine. I've played through all of the Dark Souls games and Bloodborne on my live stream, and I enjoyed every second of it. Uh, I have not played Sekiro yet, I just haven't been able to pick it up. I'm, I'm hoping still that it's gonna go on sale soon and I can snag it for a decent price, but uh, of course it hasn't gone down that much yet, so haven't gotten that one. So that one I haven't finished, or I haven't played at all, and I haven't finished Demon's Souls. And I do want to go through and play all of Demon's Souls before the remake comes out so that I can have that experience of playing through it as it was made originally and then doing the remake. Because I really wish that I would have done that with Final Fantasy VII. Don't get me wrong, I've played through and beaten Final Fantasy VII, but it had been a long time that I did that when the remake came out. So when the remake came out, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't remember from the original. And like as I was streaming through it, people were like, oh yeah, you do you remember this? Or do you remember how this is different from the original? I was like, well, honestly, no, I don't because I don't really remember the original too well. So I, I want to do that with Demon's Souls so that I have that fresh experience in my mind of what the original was versus how the remake is. Um, outside from that, the rest of the, the announcements were kind of either neutral for me or just, you know, I, I didn't really get enough information about the game to make any kind of a judgment. Like the Destruction All-Stars game, it looks cool. I used to really like Destruction Derby type games, so I think it could be a lot of fun, but there just there wasn't really enough information in the video for me to know what it's going to be about or what the gameplay is going to be like. So I'm going to have to wait for a little more information on that before I really cast any judgment there. And then of course we had the uh, we had the announcement for like Astro's Playroom and Sackboy, which are some Sony staples that again I'm not real familiar with. Like I've played a little bit of uh, Little Big Planet, and I really wanted to get the Astro VR game on PS4, but I haven't yet. So I'll be interested to see how those look coming forward. Um, there was another one called Returnal that looked really cool and interesting, but again. Uh, it was just kind of like a cinematic uh, CGI video, so I don't really know what the game is going to be like. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see for, for some more information on that one. Um, the last one I want to talk about, but certainly not least, is Resident Evil 8, which the trailer for that really threw me off. I did not know that that was going to be Resident Evil until they showed the name, because... Um, the, there was a lot of things in the trailer that didn't feel like classic Resident Evil to me, which, I mean, I guess that's what they're going for, but um, it looked really great. Like, I, I'm excited about it. I'm one of the folks who did enjoy Resident Evil 7 a lot. I played through the whole game in VR, which was an amazing experience. Uh, I'm wondering if they're going to do a VR mode, like if you can play through it in VR for the new one, because that would be really awesome, but... Uh, I didn't see anything about it in the announcement, so I'm not going to really get my hopes up about it just yet. But I did really enjoy 7, and it looks like 8 is going to be a sequel to 7. Because um, I saw that they said Ethan in the video, which Ethan was your character in 7. 
and it had Chris who showed up in Resident Evil 7. Um, so I am excited about it, but it really didn't seem like Resident Evil throughout the trailer. So I'm wondering how it's going to be. It might be a good thing. It's, it's not necessarily bad if they depart from the norms, um, especially after like Resident Evil 6 and uh, some of the other ones that we won't speak of. But, but yeah, it's apparently Resident Evil 8 Village, I guess is what it's called. And I think it looks good. I'll be excited to check it out. I'm just hoping that there's a VR mode because playing 7 in VR was an awesome experience. And it's one that I'd actually like to do again because it was probably the best full VR experience that I've had so far. But I think I'm going to wrap this one up. I've rambled on enough already. Um, a lot of really good announcements. Again, I know I didn't go over a whole lot of things just because... Uh, this is more so just my takeaway from the announcement and the video and all. Uh, there's plenty of information out there. If you just do a quick you know, PS5 Google search, you'll find more results than you can probably handle. <laughs> so, um, yeah, overall, like, I'm excited. I will eventually get a PS5. I know uh, I just don't know if it's going to be six months after it comes out or a year after it comes out. It's just going to kind of depend on how everything looks and, you know, how many games come out right away and also how much I've worked through my, my backlog of games by that time comes around, so... It will be interesting to see, but I would like to hear your guys' comments on this. Um, you can come to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Zorvax. I stream most nights. I play a lot of retro games. Um, right now I'm working through Metroid Prime, and then we're going to play Rise to Honor on PS2. And I've got a whole bunch of other ones planned after that. Um, you can also reach me on Twitter. I'm Zorvax on Twitter. And just let me know, what, what do you guys think about the PS5 and the uh the games that are coming out for it and just the next generation altogether. also i'm wondering what are your guys opinions on backwards compatibility because i have some friends who are adamant about you know I, it's got to have backwards compatibility for me to even consider it and i have other friends who are like i don't really care either way and honestly i'd rather them just focus on the future and not worry about it so it'd be interesting to know what you guys think so let me know so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm going to try to get back on making these more regular again. I really do enjoy doing it a lot. It's just trying to find the time in this crazy thing we call life. So um, thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a good rest of your day. And I will see you guys on the next episode.